Hey there, podcast fans. Are you looking for a new true crime podcast? Check out Gangster House, the new podcast from Imperative Entertainment. Gangster House has everything. Hospital hitmen, FBI informants, a prison escape, a van explosion, and so much more. I'm Jason Hoke, creator of Gangster House and producer of podcast mega hits, Atlanta Monster, Broken Hearts, and Monster, the Zodiac Killer. Listen to Gangster House right now on your favorite podcast player. Lay down his sweet head The stars in the heavens Look down where he lay The little Lord Jesus Asleep on the hay That's Johnny Cash. Can you believe this program here? We've had Loretta Lynn and Johnny Cash in one show. Life does not get better than that. I mean, if you're an old-time hillbilly, uh, if you're anybody under the age of about 50, you're going, what is this? Is this, do we, mom, do we have to listen to this music? Can we change a channel? I was thinking uh, the other day as we uh, got our, our tree, went and cut it down, where we have done so for something in excess of 20 years, Um. I remember the first time I ever uh, cut down a Christmas tree. And the odd thing is that given the circumstance, the phrase cut down uh, just seems odd and uh, different because it there was no down cutting involved. Uh, it was, I was a junior in high school. It would have been the Christmas of 1976. And uh, I was down there at Canastillo where I grew up living with my uh, grandmother. I had uh, left my mother's uh, home at that point. In fact, I probably had left my mother's home um, that summer. The situation was that there had been, in the spring of the year, uh, a fair amount of violence uh, in the house. Uh, Drunken stepfather, drunken mother. The furniture at that point much of it damaged by uh, their violent uh, fights. And one day in the uh, spring before the leaves came on in 1976, uh, they got into a fight. It was was afternoon. It was a Saturday, I believe. There was myself and three younger uh, siblings. And uh, they they were outside in the backyard. This uh, fight had gone out and and they were rolling around on the ground. And, you know, I was, what, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, not whatever you are after your sophomore year. Um, we were much agitated, the uh, other kids and I, and they were afraid that they were going to hurt each other and that most significantly he, my stepfather, was going to hurt her. And um, I ran to my tackle box 
where uh, I had uh, uh, a folding fillet knife um, made in Camillus, New York, as a matter of fact. It had a uh, yellow uh, Dalron handle, it was called. It was a nice little knife. I'd got it at the uh, Western Auto Store in town. I ran to my tackle box and I uh, grabbed that knife and I ran to the backyard and I stood over them and with that knife uh, unfolded, I looked down and I said, get off her. And they both looked up. They each uh, swore and he got up off her and she got up uh, uh, and followed him in. And they got another beer. Well, the police came different times, and one night uh, uh, a gun was fired. And so uh, we went to live with my aunt and uncle for a time, finished the school year. The summer came, and uh, the house was being reestablished in terms of uh, people and who was going to live in it. And uh, the situation was that, um, well, not to go into this story, but uh, we got back in the house. Everybody was out of wherever they had to go after the gun was shot. Uh, left uh, uh, my uncle's house. Uh, I had hoped he would let me stay. And uh, uh, he said he didn't have the money uh, to support me. So... And one night there was a, uh, a fight and I uh, grabbed hold of the stepfather who was uh, a man far larger than I, but, you know, of course far older. And he was drunk and I was not. And I had been on the wrestling team for two years at that point. I never won a match except for that night in the living room. And uh, so I was not welcome after that point and uh, went off to live with my grandmother down on the Willow Bend Road. Well, uh, school started, and it was a happy escape. I was going to a a church, and there was one other teenage uh, boy uh, at the church. We were the young men, as we were called, Uh, and his name was Danny. And Danny lived in a trailer park a couple towns south. And uh, I lived out with my grandmother on Willow Bend Road in a little house she'd built up on the side of the hill after the flood of 72. And there was uh, uh, in school, in Spanish class, this young lady who, she might have been a freshman um, or, or a sophomore, but she wasn't in my class. And what happened is... 1976, as I recall, had been a, a, a bad year for her family, too. Uh, her mom and dad had uh, been divorced, and uh, she and her mother uh, had moved up into a, a tiny apartment on the third uh, story of a house that only truly had two stories. Uh, her brother and the dad moved off some other town, And in Spanish class, as Christmas approached, there had been talk about the looming holiday uh, in a quiet moment. And she had said something that uh, 
don't recall exactly, but indicated they weren't going to have much of a Christmas. So um, that played on my mind. And that next Saturday, uh, Danny came over, and uh, I told him about this girl. Her name was Tammy. And uh, I said, they don't have any Christmas. And I said, I wonder if we could go uh, find her a Christmas tree. And I was a naive young person. Um, He was a naive young person. And so we believed that Christmas trees grew in the woods. There are trees up there. Some of them must be of the Christmas variety. Let us go find one. And so with a a little bit of a, a hacksaw, we climbed up the hill behind my grandmother's house and we uh, uh, walked through the woods for some uh, distance. Uh, woods through which we had uh, a month or so earlier uh, searched for deer. We didn't have much more luck uh, finding a tree than we did finding deer. But ultimately, uh, we came across a pretty good-sized white pine tree. Uh, all the trees were very tall. There was no conveniently sized uh, Christmas tree for us. But as we stood at the base of that white pine, uh, the thought was, I bet the top of that tree is kind of like a Christmas tree. And it could be. But how will we know and how will we get it down? Somebody's got to climb up there. Danny said, what's well, your idea? Why don't you do it? And I said, you're stronger and more athletic. Why don't you do it? And he said, I've got more to live for. Why don't you do it? Well, I was the one who went up the tree with that little saw. And near the top, I thought maybe that could be a Christmas tree. And so holding on with one arm, uh, my legs uh, on the branches, I with the other arm, the other puny arm, sawed and sawed and sawed and sawed and rested a fair amount and sawed some more and ultimately overtoppled uh, the top of that white pine tree, which a couple of hours later, was propped up against the front door of Tammy's apartment. And we knocked and we ran and we yelled Merry Christmas as we did. I'm Bob Lonsbury and this is your hometown.